0: Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F-word. If the F-word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this.
1: Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug.
0: Sunday, September 19th, 2021. Greetings to all of our lively, lovely listeners who love the life. Yes. It's time for another rant. And a uh, little bit of a sad note at the beginning of this week. So sad. Yes. Mm-hmm. We lost a true original this week. And what I mean by true original is we lost Norm.
2: Motherfucking Norm McDonald.
0: Norm McDonald. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but I love the fuck out of
2: just killing, crushing hours on YouTube watching like, Six hours of him on Letterman or Conan Mm -hmm. just destroying, breaking every rule on TV. True original, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And making everybody lose their shit.
3: Oh, my favorite. Dude, I mean, the, the funny thing watching all those clips, especially Conan, is, yeah, I mean, some of it focused on his stories, but most of it is him making other interviews better. Just, I mean, saving people from their own destruction almost.
2: Yeah, a couple of personal highlights for sure. Is back in the 90s, that chick that was on Melrose Place. Not who, Heather Locklear. Doherty. But, no. Shannon Neither. That's no, better. No. Here's another oh, 2 good. and 0. Okay. Well, whatever. Not Heather Locklear. The other blonde white girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Cor- yeah.
2: Courtney something. Anyway, she came on to promote her movie that she just did with Carrot Top called Chairman of the Board. Oh, that was a horrible day. And Norm... <laughs> could not stop butting in the whole interview and just like i said breaking every fucking rule to the point where he was like hey hey you, you made a movie with Carrot Top? uh wow that's and you left you left melrose place for that huh <laughs> and then Conan would be like norm this isn't your interview <laughs> all,
4: right, <What>? hey, yeah.
2: <laughs> all right i'll be over here and then there was a there was a point in time where <laughs> uh, Conan goes, oh yeah, there's not a, uh, so this movie's coming out, doesn't have a title, and Norm just butts in and he goes, uh, hey, is it a movie with Carrot Top? It should be called Box Office Poison. <laughs> 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 and this actress is just like face palming the whole time, like, oh God. Yeah. And she goes, no, actually it's called Chairman of the Board. And then Conan goes, oh yeah, what are you going to do with that, creep? And he goes, ah, chairman of the board, you know, I bet you board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. And then <laughs> everybody just loses their, their, I know I didn't do it justice, but there's clips galore of Norm MacDonald just totally ruining interviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in and, the funniest and, ways.
0: It's amazing how many people, especially celebrities, hide their illnesses. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know anything about it until they're gone.
2: Yeah, so he died and, of cancer that he was diagnosed with nine years ago, and he kept it to himself. Yeah. Obviously, if you had been paying attention, uh, you could tell that there was some changes going on. He was his weight was fluctuating a lot. He didn't look healthy at all, but everybody knew that he was just a chain smoker. You know, he would always say, ah, nah, I, "I quit smoking," and then as soon as he would get off a plane, he would light up a new one, and people would be like, "I thought you said you quit." He's like, "I did. Now I'm back on it." So he just, you know, it was likely linked to that. I don't know what kind of cancer he had. I don't think anybody does cuz he yeah. never told anybody. But it's just funny cuz uh, uh, they said it said
3: leukemia. Uh, so, well, I mean, the people in the know, the I mean, the the knew the guy, he ver- they they brought up how much he just did not want that focus, you know, the sympathy of others and that, you know, how everybody just treats you differently when they you know know that you've got that going on in your life
2: yeah so norm handled it the way that norm handles things and in a way he did tell us sure but just not directly like this clip
1: so you can't run from it ah fuck i was hoping you could <laughs> <laughs> You know where I differ from a lot of people. When I really,
4: <laughs> really,
1: you're different from a lot of people. When I have my uh, funeral, you know, Yeah. and you know most of these funerals, uh, crying and sad and everything like that. And uh, uh, that's what I like, you know. I don't want. I heard about it.
4: Let's
1: have a party. Ah, ah. Whoa, whoa. No party. There'll be a lot of party days later. But right now, this is, I'm dead.
4: I mean, you know, people should be talking, crying.
2: <laughs>
3: there's not, there's not a mind like his, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, no, I mean, uh, in a way, I was sad as fuck when I heard about it because I had no idea. I just mm-hmm. saw it spring up on my TV. And it was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, Norm McDonald dead at 61. I was like, what?
3: yeah I was like, Man, please don't please don't indy kaufman us <laughs> and I, I i texted you right away right after i saw that i was just like norm no what the fuck
2: yeah my only thing is like how the fuck is it possible that Artie fucking lang is the only living main cast member from the movie dirty work
3: <laughs> Yeah how
2: how did that become reality
3: yeah if anybody was on the short list for the Deadpool uh, out of that cast, it was Artie. Yeah, I mean, dude literally tried to commit su- he tried to kill himself with a knife, stabbing himself multiple fucking times. That didn't take him out. He did coke in a pig costume off of the Mad TV set. That didn't fucking kill him. Even though he wakes up in the bed and reenacts the Godfather scene with the horse head, it's like how the. F- fuck does this dude just keep on coming
2: yeah Artie Lang is a pile of trash yet he still lives but
3: Farley and uh and Norm hey Lang's a treasure of his own self I mean he 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 also is someone else I find I I I love the guy I mean he was the best part about Howard for me (laughs) after after Artie I stopped listening to to Howard sure but
2: Artie would also be the first person to tell you, no, I'm a giant pile of shit. I oh, should yeah. have been dead 25
0: years ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's no argument. The d- man, all of those guys, Keith Richards, fuck, look <clears throat> at this guy, man. I mean...
2: Yeah, their drummer,
0: their buttoned-up fucking yes. drummer
2: yeah. is <laughs> now
0: yeah. gone, but the rest of the band is... T-
2: He'll
3: be the last one to to go. I'm (laughs) telling you, he will. He's a cockroach. He's a cockroach, yes. And see, with Norm, you know, a lot of people talk about how certain musicians are a musician's musician. Mm -hmm. You know, Norm was the, you know, pinnacle of comedian's comedian.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. like, uh, you know, and that's why I say he's not everybody's cup of tea, because if you just sit sit on your couch and watch his uh, stand-up specials, you know they're not the greatest. They're fucking great though. They sure, are great. no doubt. But they're not like a laugh a minute. Right? No, they're they not. They don't. They don't fit the Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock or or any of that standard. It's it, dry as fuck. And Norms even said it. He's like, I find it even more funny when the audience doesn't find any of it funny, because imagine, just imagine if you will, this. It's my job to make them laugh. They paid money and left their house to come see me with the idea that I'm going to be the one person that makes them laugh. And then I don't. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, when you put it that way, Norm, Uh it kind of makes me think a little bit.
0: There's very few comedians that come along that do something just completely fucking different. Yeah. And he was one of them. And Stephen Wright, is that his name? Stephen Wright. Yeah. The comedian. Really yeah.
3: deadpan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really
0: deadpan. Kind of in the style of Norm Macdonald, kind of. Yeah. They're kind of similar, but Norm Macdonald has that really quippy kind of just out of nowhere. I mean, it's like he'll be talking about something and then just boom out of nowhere the fucking punchline is like something you would never expect,
3: you know? Yeah. Like what the
0: fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh that's the that's just the kind of that's the kind of guy he was, man. He'll do like a 10-minute bit just talking about dogs, all
2: the different kinds yeah. of dogs that he likes, just so that he can get to the point where he can say, eh, you know, it's crazy, though. Like, you know, every dog, you know, you knock on the door, dog goes rushing to it. It's hardly ever for him. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's all he wanted to say. Yeah. That's all he wanted to say. Yeah. He's like,
2: yeah, isn't that weird? You know, dog. <laughs> yeah, always, you know. It's kind
0: of odd, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's almost like he's his whole comedy is based on questions. Yeah, that yeah, he answers yeah. in the most fucked up way. You know, it's like
2: so. There's one like one of his most popular stories or clips from late night TV because that's where I took in most of my norm was mm-hmm. SNL, Saturday Night Live, yeah, weekend of updates course. and late night TV spots right. on Letterman and Conan. Well, there was one spot that he did on Conan where he was only supposed to be out for one segment. But Conan, and Conan says this on his podcast uh, that I think just came out, where he talks about, he's like, I was selfish. Anytime Norm was going to be on the show, I wanted more Norm. So I would push a segment, like a, a bit that we had pre-recorded in the can, and I would right. say, no, Norm, just stay here. And there's one episode where they Norm finishes what he was prepared to say and prepared to talk about, and then they go to commercial, and Conan is like, "Hey, just sit right here." And Norm goes, "But I, uh, I don't have anything else to say." <laughs> right, right. And so Conan <laughs> just says, "Well, we'll just riff." Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh, "Okay." That. So they're sitting there during commercial break, and Norm's just like thinking, "Is like, fuck, what am I gonna say? What right, am I gonna right, talk about?" Right. And then he tells the moth joke. Yeah.
0: If anybody's joke. ever heard the moth that story, is great. That is. Yeah. I didn't know this. Look it up.
2: <laughs> I didn't know yeah on YouTube yeah uh, Norm hey, McDonald moth yeah. and it'll yeah. come yeah. right yeah. the fuck They'll up it's about seven minutes of gold hundreds of them
0: yeah it's funny as hell
2: so the story there is that Norm was out of shit to talk about and cycled back in his brain this joke that he heard Colin Quinn say and the joke is very very short it's about 20 seconds long right but Norm knows he's got a seven minute segment and he just has to kill time. So he he just immediately, off the fucking tip of his noggin, says, all right, I'm going to tell this Colin Quinn 22nd joke, and I'm going to stretch it out to seven, seven minutes. minutes. yeah. Where <laughs> he yep. goes into this very intense detail about the name of this moth family and all the <laughs> right? perils of life that this <laughs> moth is experiencing. It's funny Just as well. to get to the two-second punchline at the end that makes... Conan just break the fuck all the way down.
4: <laughs> yeah. And he's just like
2: <laughs> how does your brain work? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh that to me, that's like the greatest thing that Norm left like you can watch his Howard Stern interviews. The good thing is that there's just countless fucking hours on YouTube uh to just watch his shit.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's hard to be original in a in anything. Music, comedy. It doesn't matter. I mean, you look at Robin Williams and Carlin and all these guys. They're great. They're great comedians, but they come from the Lenny Bruce tribe. You know, you can count the steps between them, Mm -hmm. you know, there's only two guys that I can think of that were just completely off the rails like that. Norm MacDonald was one and Gary Shandling was the other. Mm -hmm. Gary Shandling, same kind of thing as far as being original. But Gary Shandling was more dumping on his self all the time. You yeah. know, he was always... Self-deprecating? Yeah, self deprecation yeah. And where Norm was just like you said, like, he'll think of some, something that he heard yeah. fucking 10 years ago, and he'll stretch that shit yeah. out into this giant long diatribe It's yeah. just funny as hell. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's his delivery. It's the way he does it that... Is so original, man. There's nobody like him. There yeah. never will be anybody like you, him again. And
2: you're forced to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah. will not allow you to change. <laughs> there's sometimes where like he'll just be making shit up on the fly and somebody be like, Oh, wait, what was his what was that guy's name? And he'll just be like, What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll just stop and stare yeah. at you until he goes, Okay, well what else, Norm? He's like, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> So back to Don Jekyll <laughs> Minnowledge over here being a real, you know, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, and yeah, then it just yeah, goes. I know. It's a, it, he was. He but was if you crank. ever tried to call him out mid-ramble, he'd just be like, huh? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. What?
2: What? <laughs> hey, this guy. His Dude, show that and, he had on
0: Netflix in 2018. Yeah, did you watch, did oh, you yeah, watch those? I did. Yeah, there, it was... And the ending of every show when he's doing the song mm-hmm. you know it's just fucking it's hilarious but
2: if you don't love deadpan humor yes and the humor is in how uncomfortable he can make whoever's in the room with him if you if that's not your jam then uh save yourself like right. 19 hours <laughs> no
3: you know the the one thing that i would say anybody can get into uh it, you know and when i grew up watching snl he was my least favorite, but gr- after I've grown up, you, you know, looking back at that shit, it was amazing with him on Weekend Update, especially it, if you look up the compilation of him bashing OJ during the oh. fucking trial. Dude,
0: that's what made him oh. famous. But that, the, we, that Weekend Update and OJ Simpson trial made Norm MacDonald who he was. Who that first, was his launch pad. That's when I first yeah. found out about yeah. him, yeah. and
2: I totally second what you said, Arona, because back then, you know, I was young. I was a teenager, maybe. <clears throat> so to me, what was funny was Adam Sandler and Chris, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, yeah. You know, Chris Farley falling into shit and, yep. you know, making fun of the fact that he's fat. So his yep. physical comedy. Phil Hartman. And, he was funny and too. Adam Sandler was just like, Whoa,
3: well, <laughs> I shall say, uh, lunch uh, lady, Ooh.
2: You know, <laughs> just being goofy. And to me, I was yucking it up, couldn't get enough of it. And then comes Norm, uh, hey. murder is now legal in the state of California. (laughs) Shit like that.
0: He was part of the (laughs) renaissance of Saturday Night Live. Uh, When you look at Saturday Night Live as a whole, which I do, because I go all the way back to the very beginning of it, the Not Ready for Primetime Players, the original cast of Mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live, the shit, they were fucking awesome, fucking great. Yeah, you know, you had uh, Bill Murray. Actually, didn't come in until later. Yeah, but you had Ackroyd, Belushi, Chevy Chase. Uh, all these fucking it's funny as hell. Gilda. Steve Martin was on there, you know, in the very beginning. And what,
3: uh, uh, what about Gilda? Yeah, Gilda, Gilda Radner. Radner yes, yeah, oh, was there, my yeah.
0: favorite. But uh, actually, Gilda Radner and Bill Murray were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. They were they were actually living together.
2: Well, didn't Bill Murray and, come in to replace Chevy?
0: Yes, that's exactly what happened. But anyway going through the cast. Mm-hmm. There was that period and that period ended probably around 78, 79 is when it really started going downhill. Yeah. And then nothing until the Eddie Murphy era. And the Eddie Murphy carried that show cuz he had shit around him. Yeah. I mean, you know, he had like Victoria Jackson. I mean, you know, she was she had her funny shit, but there that really, Joe Piscopo. I never really it's, got that guy. Yeah. You know? It's not a not a and stretch to say '80s SNL was shit. Eddie Murphy carried them to the era that you're talking about. Yeah. Eddie Murphy once once Eddie Murphy left, and they went in and they just fucking cleaned house. And when they came up with Sandler and fucking Phil Hartman, Phil Hartman and David Chris Spade. Farley and Dave Spade, all that shit when that cast came in. It was right back to the fucking very beginning, man. It was like a group of players that were fucking great together. Yeah. And you throw Norm McDonald in there fucking
3: perfect
0: <laughs> for weekend update. Yeah. Dude,
3: I used to, every week
0: I would never miss weekend update with Norm McDonald. Yeah. It didn't matter what the fuck I was up if I was in a bar, even if we were fucking playing in a bar, I'd go up to the bar there I'd say, dude. To put that on Saturday night live real quick yeah, and turn it and, up and, put it catch, the yeah, <laughs> and catch Norm McDonald doing, doing weekend update. It was the best part of the show to me. And I mean, yeah, Farley and all that. It was great. They were great. Yeah. But if I only had a chance to watch one thing on Saturday night live, that whole era, it was weekend update. And now they're back to weekend update, man. Michael Shea and, and that, that Col- Josh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin Jost. Colin Jost, I think is his yeah. Name. Colin Jost, man, th- it's they're funny as fuck, dude. I watch those Weekend Updates and they're classic. My they're classic. My
2: favorite thing that the current cast on Weekend Update does is at the end of the season where they write each yes. other's lines. Oh, oh, yes. that is the shit. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. Awesome. Oh my god, it's sandbagging like a it motherfucker. Is. <laughs> it's funny as hell, and that and
0: and that's like that takes it back to what it. Was originally, you know, Saturday Night Live was, when it first came out, I mean, they were, like, on the verge of getting canceled every week. Oh, yeah. Because of the shit they were, you know, I mean, doing drugs, uh, talking about drugs and shit on on the show. It was was revolutionary TV. Yeah, yeah, and doing actual skits with drugs and shit like that in it. Now, to do that, you have to do, like, what they're doing now, where they write each other's jokes, and it's just fucking crazy
3: I, is, I love it because they're generally great. you know becoming that pc crusader kind of show But right. that's the departure yes
2: it's it. the only saving grace yeah it, on tv like i don't watch any of it because the rest of the show is such shit but you know i'll find clips of it and i'll watch just that right just the weekend update because we've lived long enough to watch snl like i started watching it in the late 80s like 88 right mm-hmm. uh right when like Coneheads. Uh Michael Myers just yep. came on yep. and Dana Carvey was new and you know, that kind of shit. But um Wait, Coneheads was seventy, sorry. <laughs> but then it came back in the early nineties, like ninety two or ninety three. But true. Like we've all watched SNL long enough to know that it, it has ebbs and flows. Yes. It'll have a magical cast and you just hope that they stick around for multiple seasons. And you enjoy it when they do. And then it wanes like it did in the late nineties. Where it was funny as shit because, you know, obviously they fired Norm from SNL for doing all of the OJ jokes. There's a 35-minute mm. long compilation. And remember, Weekend Update, it's set up, it's headline punchline. Yeah. And it only takes 15 to 20 seconds per story, and there's over 35 minutes of Norm just shitting on OJ. Yeah, Oh yeah. it
0: was the birth of norm
2: mcdonald that not was to the mention birth. the clinton shit he did it was it, dude it's killer <laughs> well, There's <laughs> tons of it, but what he got fired for was the oj shit because if anyone remembers oj was part of the nbc sports right. family yes and so the president of nbc was actually buddies with oj yes and <laughs> so norm just would not stop he kept getting notes like he talked about you know he would keep getting notes hey take it you know Take a week off of doing an OJ yeah. joke. And he'd be like, ah, and in news. Uh- <laughs> no, I, I remember when it when all that shit went
0: down and they and he was saying that and they tried to say no, it wasn't that, it wasn't for yeah, that reason. But it obviously
2: was, so yes. they they fired him from that, but they couldn't say it was due to OJ jokes. They said, We don't think you're funny for this job right, anymore. Right. And fast forward a year and a half after he gets done making dirty work and he's on the promo run. And Lauren Michaels personally invites Norm to come back and host the show. Yes. And that opening monologue is probably his best shit he ever it's, did on SNL. Yes, Because he comes out and he goes, uh, hey, <laughs> you know, I was on this show. <laughs> I, was on, <laughs> I was the guy that read the fake news. I even, right. it, it, remember me? Well, I was fired from this show because, uh, you know, they, uh, they said I wasn't funny. Well. Uh I don't know what's changed in the last year and a half. Surely not long enough to get funny. <laughs> right, right, So either I got a lot funnier or this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the fucking host. Yeah. And he's just like I don't know. <laughs> either I'm still the same unfunny guy that they got to host this pile of shit, or it's just a pile of shit and I'm actually funny. Yeah.
0: But either way it's Is like it? he's he's uh, oh no sacred cows for that dude. Yeah.
3: He was who he was. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't waver from yeah, that at no. all in no. any way it was very much the andy kaufman school of comedy great right. he,
0: he, he he really was but yeah rest yeah. in peace norm my god man yeah, sir if he
2: was still around today you know what he would have to say about this whole this story that's sweeping the nation i'm sure he might have had something
4: to say about <laughs> before he <died>. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: well i can imagine that uh the uh, if anybody doesn't know what I'm about to talk about, we're yeah. not going to talk about it very long. But apparently, there's a true crime happening, and and right in front of the country, mm-hmm. with uh, a, a Gabby Petito. Apparently, her and her boyfriend are like these uh, van life vlogger people, YouTubers, a happy little couple that goes around and videos, uh, you know, themselves as they live in a van and travel around the country. Well, uh, uh, she went missing. Like, I don't know, almost a month ago. And right before we went on air tonight, reports are that they've likely found her body. And the boyfriend is missing now, too. He's on the run, more than likely. He either offed himself or he's on the run somewhere in Florida, maybe in Mexico, maybe around here. I don't fucking know. Yeah, maybe. But I imagine when the news was just coming out where it wasn't confirmed and uh, all you had was the boyfriend and a van that they shared, but uh, there was no girl. If you were to ask Norm, hey, Norm, what do you think about this? He would probably go, uh, uh, uh she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably would. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Norm. God damn it. Glad that, uh, there's tens of hours of, uh, you can go back and watch of him at any, oh, yeah. any point in time. So
0: Gary Shandling, same way. I don't compare the two, but I see where they're coming from. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's, sideways well it is fucking sideways oh yeah from anybody else
2: yeah no doubt but um so yeah this you know i only bring up this story about this uh this gabby petito and her i guess now ex-boyfriend uh brian laundry did you say ex-boyfriend <laughs> yeah yeah, close like huh? yeah except i'll go ahead and say this now i mean none, nothing's confirmed it's all just uh you know hypothesis I don't think he used uh, any sharp objects. I think he choked her. <laughs> I think he choked her <laughs> until uh, she was dead from lack of breathing. Yeah. And then he, he just dumped her body in a remote part of the Moab area or wherever the fuck it was. And uh, he decided, well, now's a good, I guess I'll just go home now. Well,
0: I had heard reports that they were at each other's throat all the time. So, okay. They were always fighting.
2: So I said Moab, uh, her body was found in like the great Teton national forest park area of Wyoming. But just last week, a few days after the whole hullabaloo came out that, Oh my God, this really cute blonde chick is missing, which immediately is a all systems alert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody. There is a cute young white woman that is unaccounted for. Stop the fucking country. Um, Like just within a day and a half, two days, they had a full body cam uh, video over an hour long, mind you, where they pulled over their van in the Moab desert because the van was driving erratically (laughs) in front of a cop. So the (laughs) cop sees this van swerving over the double yellow and then swerving back violently, hitting the curb. And then that's when he (laughs) lights them up, turns on the blues, pulls them over. He pulls them over. And she's hysterically crying, just, <laughs> and immediately the cop goes into, oh, is everything okay, man? Hey, how about you just come out of the vehicle? Let, let's let's get away from the van. Do, would you like to sit in my vehicle? You're not under, you're not in any trouble. Just sit in the back of my police car. Can I turn the AC on? Is it, can I turn it on more? How much,
3: I got this water. Do you want this water? Do you, oh
0: So very accommodating. Very, mm. very.
2: Uh, kid gloves, I think you could say.
3: Yeah, while the boyfriend is in the other seat, like, nursing scars and just, like, you know, scratches and
2: shit. So they tend to her first, and then once uh, once he has them separated, then he goes to talk with the dude. Pulls the dude out. Now, mind you, it's, they're in the fucking desert in August. <laughs> this is, like, August 11th or some shit. Hot as fuck. No AC for this dude. <laughs> no shade for this dude. <laughs> just now stand here on this asphalt and talk to me and he's got cuts and fucking visible signs of uh assault <laughs> very recent right like, right like right before the cop you know pulled him over <laughs> that recent and he's getting his story and he's like yeah you know sometimes she just gets a little <laughs> <laughs> we
4: it's like to say
2: passionate yeah, 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 yeah you know we're we're cramming each other into this fucking uh, this van and driving around the country, and we're in our early twenties. We're not the most adept at dealing with life's problems, the lack of a washing machine, and you know shit like that. So uh, she even admits, like, "Oh, I got OCD, and I just, oh, I've just been frazzled." And so the story turns out that the whole reason why the van was herking and jerking all over the she fucking was beating rope, the hell out of him. She it. was beating the fuck out of him, <laughs> punching him. And slashing at him and grabbing the wheel and jerking it. Wow. And so only because this happened, two cars in front of a uh, an actual cop that witnessed it, you can only guess that this probably isn't the first right. incident like right. this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my take on it is, is that, uh, and they have a YouTube channel, it's got shit loads of views whatever just vlogging morning yoga this and how much they love each other and it's just a fucking
0: I wonder if I've seen them on YouTube.
2: It's just a Is sap it, fest. Did they
0: go to like a uh truck stop, the biggest truck stop in the Probably. Country or yeah, I think that's what
2: everybody does
0: when you're vlogging your trip across America. Yeah, but I don't I might have seen their actual channel. Before. It's possible. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's definitely possible. Unless it's another couple that's doing There's it. There's a lot but, of people doing this. Right. The
2: right. whole van life vlogging right. shit. And um, so they're now talking to the guy and he's just like, yeah, you know, just uh, yeah, she can get a little out of hand. You know? <laughs> she's really, she's really passionate about how clean this van is. And uh, well, so I took the brunt of it, as you could tell. And the cop just is like, all right, sit on the curb, <laughs> stay out here. <laughs> he calls for backup. I'm telling you, this shit goes on for an hour and a fucking half. Five more units pull up. She's crying the whole time. Long story short, uh, they they remove the dude and they they put the dude up in a hotel. The officer drives him to the hotel to separate them. They don't arrest her at all, even though she admitted to assaulting him (laughs) like she was the violent one. And it's just beyond me. And it's like if you just stop and think if he were to have done that to her. Oh, yeah. his ass yeah. would have been—he'd have been in, yeah, beat it's, the fuck
0: down yeah.
2: on that asphalt yeah. and still in jail today, probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they would both still be alive. So if they would have just treated her like any normal man and in this situation, yep. she would likely be alive. But because they saw this cute, dainty little blonde chick crying her little head off, even though she admitted to fucking assaulting a uh, a. The, the driver of a moving vehicle, they said, hey, we'll just uh, sleep
0: it off, sleep it off, and uh, good luck to you. And then now, whoops. <laughs> I've known a few of them. I've, I, I, known, I've known a few. I've seen guys in bands I was with just take unbelievable amounts of abuse. Incredible. Sure. And just deal with it. You know, I mean. I guess he I guess he couldn't deal with it anymore. And I, mean, I that's you know what it was.
3: I I can see this happening where if they do catch up with him and he has to endure a trial. Just the level of shit that's going to come down on him for it's like you know if this were you know, like Jim's saying, a woman issue where right. she's experiencing this kind of trial, there'd be all sorts of sympathy raining down for how battered this well, person not, was. Yeah, I'm not saying and
0: he should have choked. No, her no, no, though. no. no. I mean, oh,
3: just, hey, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not making that. Uh, you know, point right. either. But I'm still saying that the l- difference oh, between yes. the treatment is going to be night and fucking day. Oh yeah, to Absolutely. a very sad degree. Yeah. Where he's just going to be made this complete villain for having to live through what was probably just a barrage of just, you know, daily and possibly hourly assaults.
0: Yeah. He should have joined the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So
2: I'm not trying to victim blame or anything, but there is somebody that I think does need to have a little bit of blame put on him. And uh, that's the Moab police officers. Here's a little clip from their their traffic stop that, uh, well, let me just play it and then we'll discuss.
5: Now, I'm just going to, I'm recording and society and the judges and everyone
1: can can judge me for this. I am looking at a 110 pound female and her fiance who have no means to be separated. He doesn't want to pursue it. She's not a threat to him more than slight abrasions from her fingernails.
2: And then, okay, and so then now they redact the audio. So now we don't know what options that he was saying. you have the option between this or that or this or that? Right. Basically, this is the lieutenant, the the highest ranking officer on, on the scene that came up and said, look, she's a tiny little harmless female. She is no threat to this man, even though she just got done beating the fuck out of him in the fucking While he was driving. Yeah. yeah. And saying, look, he if that's does it- not
0: harm I mean, hell dude, he could have wrecked and killed them both, you know?
2: Yeah. How many times have you heard the story where like a dude's beating up on his old lady? She's just gets upset enough to call the cops or neighbors hear it, they call the cops, right. the cops show up, oh I love him. Yeah. And the cops say, I don't give a fuck. Yes. You're both going to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I got friends, I got I know crazy females, believe it or not, where they would initiate the fight with their dude. And they both would spend the night in jail. Yeah. yeah. And the dude just like, what the fuck? Like, now, does this make anything better?
0: That happens multiple times a day. Oh, fuck yeah. A, a day. Every fuck day. yeah.
2: But the cop right here, he's like, I don't <sighs> care if we enforce the letter of the law. And it's like, whoa, 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 But I thought you guys were law enforcement. Like, maybe, maybe you should do that here, but... Maybe, well, maybe they let people like this go all the time and, the, and <laughs> the one guy doesn't murder the other guy. Maybe maybe this is an anomaly uh, but uh, uh, it's I, not gonna look good. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: That's all I know. I, I'm sure there are always those moments where they you know make those bargains inside their head where it's like, you know, maybe I can give this up for that where certainly the gamble is worth it some of the time, but it's also throwing out there I could be judged for this. well, yeah, y- you are.
0: For, year, for years, man, anytime a chick beats the shit out of a guy, it's always the guy's fault. It's yeah. always. Mm-hmm. You got to take the guy out of the situation. Yeah. Because as soon as we leave, he might just fall right, off and right. punch her. And I have seen what you're talking about, man. I've seen multiple times. You want to talk about uh two-sided coin there. That's one of the biggest ones that we have in society. Oh, yeah. Period. Oh, fuck yeah. Women can get away, literally, with murder. Yeah. They can't. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't always, but a lot of times they do. And you turn that around and have a man doing the same thing. Uh-uh. No, it's not going to happen. But Life we in live prison. in the patriarchy, Doug. Yeah. Everything's I meant know. for men and to I, get out of And top. that's why I say like the Me Too, but you know, the whole yeah. Me Too movement. Where's the Me Too movement for these guys? Dude, I know them. I know, like I yeah. said, I grew up with them. I know a guy right now that married the... Crazy (laughs) bit. And and they're still together. And I I don't, you know, I'm hands off of them. They have been beating the shit out of each other for years. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a way of life for them. It's just a continuation of whatever the fuck they grew up with. Yep. And the same, and the same, I know another guy, same shit. His old lady beats the hell out of him all the time. He does nothing. Yeah. He does nothing to her. Nothing. She can just. They can be at a party or something, and she can just get too drunk and come up to him and she'll be smoking a cigarette or something and blow smoke in his face and then just slap him. Be like, yeah. what? I'm
2: like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck are you going to do yeah. about it? What are you going to do, it? do not about shit. it? You're shit. Yeah. You're yeah. not I'm going to go fuck all your friends. And that, <laughs> and,
0: and, is that not provocation? Uh-huh. <laughs> is that not Is that not uh-huh. provoking a reaction?
2: I mean. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like the Bill Burr line. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you should ever... Hit a bitch, right? Yes, (laughs) but to say there's no reason, yes. (laughs) What are you floating (laughs) above the reasons? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this isn't going to become a a pro beat women podcast. (laughs) No, no, no. I was
3: just, I was sitting here going, I'm just watching the ticker of female, you know, listeners rise during our entire diatribe. here. No, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it,
0: the law should be equally sure. administered. I mean, if, 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 they if we want to talk up,
2: about justice yeah, and equality, yeah, exactly. then it's time for these bitches to start getting what's coming there. Yeah, way. Yeah. So getting that they the, don't end up dead face equal, down in the desert. Equal treatment. I'm, I'm, I would imagine she would much rather be in a jail cell than being discovered weeks after being murdered. I'm just saying, nah, that yeah. seems like a better deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not you know totally forgetting the fact that uh, a murder occurred here right but there's even a part in this in this long hour and 18 minute long fucking body cam footage where when they're talking after they've talked to both parties multiple times they go back to the dude and say all right do you have the ability to to distance yourself and separate and go you know you you go one way she goes another way at least for tonight he actually asks well can't you just arrest me and the officer goes, I can't, I literally, I legally cannot, you, you did, did nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. Yeah. Except for get your ass kicked by a hundred pound female <laughs> and you're acting like a pretty big bitch about it. Like he was such a, because I can't retaliate, <laughs> but a, he can't retaliate. But going back to what you said, like dudes that get the fuck beat out of him and just sit there and take it. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, and don't get me wrong. She's adorable. She's maybe even hot. Right. And this guy is willing to just put up with anything, right? But you can tell it was escalating. You can tell that things weren't as hunky dory as the image that they right. put out on their Instagram and YouTube and all that. There was some real shit going on, yeah. Because the re- the easy answer there is going, hey, woman, get in the back of this big fucking van that we've been living in, right. And stop punching me,
3: right? You psycho, what the fuck? Yeah, no, dude, I'm with you on your hypothesis of just. There was some final comment or something where <laughs> yeah. dude just fucking snaps, and he starts seeing the red of my jersey yeah. just bleeding through his vision. Well, there's and no then, doubt
0: it's a crime yeah. of passion. And, no then doubt he, of and, then, yeah.
3: and then the final thing, he's just looking down and goes, honey, oh shit. Oh yeah, no, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that, because she is little, she, I mean,
2: yeah. and he's not a big guy, but... He's big enough. A number of things could have happened. He could have just pushed her and she fell and hit her fucking head on a A rock rock, and that was it. And then he was like, what the fuck? Because he he genuinely does come across as like a pushover pussy ass bitch this whole time. Right. Yeah. Which obviously, uh, when you're talking to the cops, that's not the time
0: to be like, nah, fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that hoe. (laughs) Now, what you just said, that could actually be the case. He could have pushed her. She could have fell and hit her head on a rock boom yep. now with him not saying anything the craziest thing about this case is that that you just played mm-hmm. that was insane the cops pull him over witnessing what had happened abuse mm-hmm. yes witnessing it <laughs> and let him go and yeah, just completely yeah. let them both go Yeah. but not only that he made it all the way back to florida yeah and still hasn't talked no Lawyered up immediately, Yes, went radio
2: silent, and then apparently last Tuesday uh, got in his car and fucking fled. Right. And they've recovered his car, but he's nowhere to be found. Right. Is the story up up until this point. By the time this podcast comes out, who the fuck knows? Right. Yeah. You know, but uh, and uh, here's another possible outcome uh, that could have happened. Girls like this that record their entire lives and put it out on the internet because they need that. They need that right. positive feedback. Right. They need that attention at all times. They're attention seekers, attention hoes. Sure. Also, unstable women. I could, I've could. i dated chicks like this where they threaten suicide if they think that you're not showing them enough attention or that they don't know if you care about them enough. Yep. I could easily see this bitch taking it two steps too far and often herself because, well, you don't care about me. Right. And whoops-a-daisy. And he wakes up to a dead chick in the fucking van, and he d- doesn't know it. Uh, there's a million different ways right it's, m- has gone down. Yes, he might have violently, absolutely slaughtered her. Right, that, that's the thing is yeah. we don't know Nobody the condition knows. of the body that they found.
3: Yeah, I was g- gonna ask if the, if they've reported no any of that yeah. yeah no details. So, because as I mean, of now, and that we don't recording. even know
2: if
0: it's her. Yeah, right now. As of yeah, this podcast, but, but. but
2: if they're finding random dead chicks, <laughs> <laughs>
3: then uh, we got a different story yeah. to tell. Well,
2: yeah. you know, could
3: be. No, and I mean for the for the audience, I I was also learning of this whole thing mostly, you know, before the podcast. I I, I heard about this whole thing in passing, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's bonkers. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh you know, it's the old
2: Romeo and Juliet tale. Because I guarantee you the dude's probably dead right now. He's either dead or in Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I mean, that's just my thought. Now, granted, we're recording on Sunday night. We're going to put this out a couple of days later. And the story could change 150 different ways. Right. So who knows? We can only talk about what we know as, as of now. But we are not a true crime podcast. So, uh, like I said at the beginning, in the words of Norm... Uh, yeah, she's dead.
3: She is dead. Yeah. We d- definitely don't do enough research to be the, uh, you know, the arbiters of true crime. No, Jesus
2: I, yeah. Christ. I will say this. Here's a critique I got. So there's been a lot of true crime podcasts around the area, the Atlanta area, North Georgia area. And I try to listen to those because I want to hear about the fucked up shit that's happened where I live. You know, you have the Atlanta ch- uh, children murders. You have some crazy Southern Dixie Mafia that happened 30 minutes down the road. And there's this guy named Payne Lindsay from Tenderfoot TV in Atlanta, where he's done the Up and Vanished podcast, where it's like the biggest true crime podcast out there. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a new one where there's like a missing indigenous woman. And he's I fucking hate true crime podcast the way that he does it he turns it into a show so he'll lead you down 18 different pathways of possibilities and interview this and interview that only for none of it to go anywhere right While he's got the whole fucking thing recorded already and it's like dude just get to the fucking point like why are you stringing me along like if we were a true crime podcast we would say a young couple that and we'd spend an hour about their youtube videos and how sweet they were yeah. And on next episode, we'll talk about their police pullover. And then three weeks later, we'll tell you, oh, the guy's missing. Like, I fucking hate how they string it out.
3: Yeah. It's like, get it's to the like, fucking point, man. Wrap uh, this shit up. Almost uh, more elaborate, you know, unsolved mysteries just leading to, oh, okay, so we still don't know anything. Yeah.
2: Well, his, his biggest fucking podcast was the first season of Up and Vanished where he... he uh, details the story of the teacher in Middle Georgia, Tara Grinstead, that just went literally up and vanished.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And he was chasing all these fuck. I mean, it's a very well done podcast. There's like a hundred episodes, and he tracks down all these like crazy theories. And he starts working on his own theories. Like we're getting closer. Uh, we're getting closer uh, to solving this. He was nowhere fucking near it. Thanks, Nancy. The only reason, then, <laughs> the only reason why we know. <laughs> That he was nowhere near it, is the two guys that actually killed her just came out and said, oh, yeah, 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 Uh, that was us. Yeah. We did that shit, and we burned her body. We'll take you to it. And they were never mentioned once in any of his fucking episodes.
0: Sounds like Nancy.
2: But it was because of his podcast getting so big and so much attention coming to the town that it did smoke these guys out where they said, okay, all right, fuck this. We did it. Jesus Christ. But he was nowhere... Uh, not even within a hundred miles of figuring out what the fuck actually happened. So it's just true crime podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: We we ain't that. No, the only one that I really like is, uh, and they're a mix of, you know, different genres, but, uh, last podcast on the left, if you, if you haven't heard of it, it's, it's a fantastic, uh, true crime. Just, I mean, for it's run by comedians, So, it's incredible. I would recommend anybody check it out.
0: Indeed,
2: indeed. But what we are is we are a podcast that likes to laugh at the news. Sometimes rant about it. Sometimes, you know, go on tangents about it. Get upset about it. And, um, well, this week, we're just going to fucking make fun of the news. Because the news has just been utterly hilarious. It's so retarded. And one of the biggest stories that came out this week... Was uh, about our old friend, Nicki Minaj and swollen (laughs) balls. And I'm sure everybody that listens to this show by now uh, has heard about this story. So I'm not going to go into the rant about it. I'll just play the news clip from Tucker Carlson where they have to professionally speak about this as though it's actual fucking news. And I, I just caught this the other night and I was just like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it tickles me a little differently than anybody else. I think this is fucking hilarious.
4: Turn it off. Things blew up from there. No praying about it. You must submit to
1: being bullied. Those are the new rules. Nicki Minaj wasn't aware of that, and she resisted, and she's still resistant. It's a long and interesting story. that has implications for all of us, and Trace Gallagher has agreed tonight to frame it for us, to set it up, <laughs> to tell us what's going on. And here he is. Talk to me, Tracy. Tracy. Hey, Tucker. The controversy stems from Nicki Minaj telling her fans she would only get the COVID vaccine once she did enough research. And she recommended her fans do the same. (laughs) And here's the tweet most people focused on. Quoting here, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His (laughs) testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bully.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> There's a lot there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, God.
4: Yeah, how this is news?
2: I don't fucking know. Got we live va- in clown got world. got vaccine in my testicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you're not tracking, it's Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend who is going to get married to this dude who is claiming that he got the vaccine and now his balls blew up. Yeah,
3: you know it's Trinidad, so it was probably more likely a jelking accident. Yeah, no, uh, the dude's been
2: fucking her other bitches, and he got some
3: dirty shit up his dick hole, and now his balls be large. He's like,
2: "No, baby, I'm just trying to be safe from David. Let's keep let's keep this wedding happening. I want to get married into the Nicki Minaj family, and and I would imagine that Nicki Minaj's cousin, uh, friend, whatever the fuck, this." Stupid ass org chart is probably like, no, you've been fucking around on me. Fuck you. And then Nikki just hears two things. Balls big, vaccine, <laughs> wedding off. And she's like, Oh, hell no. I gotta get to Twitter. And so <laughs> and so that one tweet, which is obviously who gives a fuck, is now on Fox News, on MSNBC. Twitter blew the fuck up, lost its goddamn mind. I can't believe you're out here talking negatively about the
3: vaccine.
0: And the story continues. I'll play some more.
3: but It's
0: (laughs) it's anything to do with the vaccine is going to blow the fuck up. It's so
3: dumb. Well, and I don't know if I'm going to step on anything you're going to play with saying this, but the whole thing was great to me because, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle famously makes a joke about during 9-11, CNN had to ch- check in with Ja Rule. Oh, yeah. And it's like <laughs> the thing that the White House had to get in front of was Nicki Minaj. And they're like, oh, we're offering to meet with her and educate her yeah. and all this other shit. And it's like, are you fucking a, a pop artist? You were giving this attention yeah. and this level of. <laughs> because their messaging <laughs> oh,
2: is yeah. that fragile. You cannot have somebody that has access to millions of people saying anything other than vaccine good, get vaccinated. But I'll just keep
0: playing it because uh, good especially, lord. Especially somebody famous.
1: Well, Tucker then talked about that tweet last night, and today Nicki Minaj retweeted this clip. Watch. It's Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's testicles who are sworn <laughs> from taking the vax. That's the claim. But it's not anything to do with the physical effect of the vaccine that makes our political class mad. It's the last part of Nicki Minaj's tweet that enrages them. The part where she says you should prey on it, make the decision yourself like a free human being and, quote, don't be bullied. So our media and public health officials didn't like this because they make their livings bullying people. So they couldn't let it stand. Of course, the haters came out of the woodwork attacking <laughs> Minaj. Oh, this my show. God. Minaj was also criticized by <laughs> MSNBC's Joy Reid. Watch that. Hating. They be hating.
3: Yeah. Hater's gonna million hate.
1: Million followers on Twitter
6: for you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives. Get in line, bitch. My bit. God, sister, you could do better than that.
4: Minaj
1: responded to Reed saying, quote, this is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman by the request of the white man that you didn't bother to read all of my tweets. Minaj went on to say she never told anyone not to get the shot just to learn more about it. And she's right. She told her fans to wear a mask and to get the shot if they had to for work. But now she says she's in Twitter jail, writing in part, quoting again, I'm in Twitter jail, y'all. They didn't like what I was saying over there on that block. (laughs) The questions is okay. I like being effing dumb. (laughs) Then boom, can't tweet. She also went on Instagram Live.
3: Oh, no, my dude, my favorite thing is (sighs) joy... Behar of all people trying to sound hood. Oh, no, no, Joey Reed. Oh, jo- Joy- Joey Reed. Uh, sorry. And, yeah. yeah. No, I like, I like the
0: fact that it's part. the white man's fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that too. Yeah. Still so, on white yeah, dudes. yeah.
2: It's still the white and man's And Trace fault. Gallagher is sitting there like, not up in this block. <laughs> 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 I went to journalism school, damn it. <laughs> I'm a journalist.
3: So, oh, yeah. man, so, this is. This if is... you didn't know that our news has turned into the fucking tabloids, here's your proof.
2: All right, so it continues. We'll we'll steamroll through this. Uh, where she goes on Instagram Live, and it's a long thing. I clipped it down, but uh, anyway, it continues.
6: And you're okay with 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 what's happening? We're no longer even allowed just allowed to voice our opinions or to ask questions. Now here's the here's the here's what's in- interesting. What's interesting is so many of your favorite artists feel this way, but they're afraid. To speak up. And I can't blame them. Look at what they just did. I will never use Twitter again.
1: Finally, we should note that Twitter is denying Nicki Minaj was suspended. Tucker. Chris Gallagher, thanks so much.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Chris Gallagher. Yeah. So professional. But what Nikki said there is, is is the only important part of this whole fucking story. It has fuck all to do with swollen balls, a wedding being off, my cousin in Trinidad, that bitch be hatin'. You know, I got haters on the left, whatever. It's There's so many more celebrities and stars and people of influence that are too cowardly to speak up because they don't want to risk that, that money. And we'll, sure. we'll touch on this later in the episode a lot harder, but to me, that was the whole reason that I even wanted to even play that shit. Hey, it's funny as fuck hearing a yeah. old crusty white man and <laughs> try to <laughs> try to read it with any level of professionalism <laughs> and you know honor. <laughs> it's I like, was waiting uh,
3: for him to be like, yeah, they be all up in her business. So if if y'all remember last week we
2: debuted a character on this show that uh one Megan McGlover that has a few things to say in this arena. And uh and I, I would like to play her version of what she thinks about all this bullshit. And, you know it, and it's not even really so much about uh, Nicki Minaj. It's just in general about the vaccine. She goes a little harder than Nicki.
6: You know what? Since everybody has a card, I want a card as well. The drug addicts got a methadone card. These, these jabbed up people got a jab card want a healthy immunity card. I want to, I want to, I take care of myself and I mind my own fucking business card. One of those, I think we ought to start putting those into a production immediately because I, it takes a lot of work for me to take care of myself. I, I work out, I, I eat well, this is day 42 of a cleanse I've been on, fruits, vegetables and water. I
4: haven't had any alcohol. I don't smoke
6: cigarettes. Uh, you know, so when do I get my card? I, I, want, I want something that I can flash and be
4: <laughs> oh. hey,
0: green and shit
3: i fucking love that I, woman. I think every day of my life now needs her <laughs> she, she needs to run for office Any oh office, yeah i'll vote for her. dude press conferences would be legit oh yeah
0: <laughs>
2: oh,
4: oh no. my
0: stayed up crazy yeah no doubt about it yeah uh, she's
2: because she's- I mean, she's now. They did take away her TikTok. She's no longer on TikTok. Uh, imagine that. Yeah, they said no, 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 no. So everything that I'm playing from her is shit from like a week, two weeks, three weeks ago. Uh, so I have no idea what she's talking about right now. But um, we need to get her. Mm-hmm. We need to get her on the podcast, man. We'll give her a voice. Fuck yeah. We'll Heck give yeah. you a voice. TikTok can't. I'll just ask one question and push the microphone. Yes, We're <laughs> the floor have is yours. It. Yes. <laughs>
0: man tell us what you really think
3: yeah i i I think she's making it very clear we are rant amateurs (laughs) hey she knows what she's she
0: knows she knows who's who the fuck she's talking to she knows Uh what she's talking about
2: well yeah and and she continues and i think this is what actually got her yanked off of uh yanked off of TikTok. TikTok, all right. because what she did is all of her TikTok, she would also share on her Twitter, and that's where I'm finding these because she does no longer exist on the TikTok.
6: Okay, somebody get out the calculators. Let's see if this shit adds up. <laughs> so the manufacturing companies that create the jab are not taking any responsibility if something happens to you. The doctors who administer the jab are not taking any responsibility if something happens to you. The government who is mandating the jab is not taking any responsibility if something happens to you. Yet they want you to do the responsible thing and get the jab. Now somebody add that shit up. What's it come out to? Cause it's it, to me, it looks like three big fat balls of bullshit.
3: <laughs>
6: like, to
3: she doesn't have way. to okay? try
6: because for me it, it, it didn't work. You don't take no responsibility. I gotta take all the
2: fucking responsibility. My- <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> uh, three whole balls of bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was fun to watch Nicki Minaj kind of get <laughs> red-pilled in real time. Like, oh, my God, I can't even question anything. Like, every, the whole fucking apparatus comes at me. And uh, <laughs> our homegirl, uh, Megan McLover, just says, fuck this. I'll come out and say exactly what the fuck I think. Is yeah. this a
3: change of tide, do you all think? Um,
2: well, there's so much, like, research and shit that's coming out now. Like, even Pfizer or uh, the FDA, I think, came out and... Like disapproved Pfizer boosters, yeah, the booster, uh, yeah. They're they're now saying, oh, you know what? I don't think. Let's these, wait a minute. Let's yeah. wait a minute and Ooh, see. Let's hang. Let's hang out because, you know, I've shit on Israel a handful of times on this podcast, and we'll likely do so when I think that they're fucking around. Sure, but there's hard evidence, hard numbers coming out of there right now about how many people are hospitalized and how many people are vaccinated and. This, that, and the other. And Israel confirmed cases July 4th to July 31st. The percent of cases that were fully vaccinated is 86%. So eighty 86% of their cases are fully vaccinated folks. So, and and they have the numbers broken up by age group and... Cases fully vaccinated, cases unvaccinated, percent, and then percentage of population fully vaccinated. What are you saying, Jim? Are you saying that they're lying to us? 84.4% of the entire population in Israel is vaccinated, and they've got, like, over 15,500 cases just in July, and 86% of them are fully vaccinated. So do you you think the government's lying to us? I think there might Mm. be a case. Potentially. Or at least a question that should be raised, unless you're Nicki Minaj. Well, they're
3: saying, you know, of course, they're saying
0: people that are vaccinated are not getting sick.
3: Yeah, they're not going to the hospital. If I'm not mistaken, they also make the point that natural immunity is the the way to go on this. And
0: also, they're calling this the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Now, yeah, the president of the United States is calling it the pandemic pandemic being the key word there because it's endemic. It, uh, yeah. Obviously. This shit's not going anywhere. No. But he's calling it a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Fuck you. Yeah.
3: That's all I can say. And well, he doesn't have all his marbles. And so. we, just,
0: we just passed an anniversary
2: that not many people know about. I didn't even know about until today. But on September 18th of 1987, one Joe Robinette Biden who was just a measly little senator from Delaware, took part in the confirmation hearings uh, of Judge Borka uh, back in the day. I don't know who this guy is. I wasn't news aware back then. But they were talking about testing and, and, and upholding certain levels of, uh, well, what can the government do if X breaks out and what would happen? And this just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And it's about a minute and a half long, but it's just interesting to hear in normal times what our coherent president was saying about this matter.
7: For the reasonableness test, it seems to me that you may very well find, although you stated can't now, you may find that there's distinctions being made further down the road on reasonableness based upon alienage, yeah. based upon being handicapped, based upon... Uh, maybe even race, if you abandon the strict scrutiny Oh, no, no. You can, uh, Senator. Why couldn't you? Because... What would happen if it it, it concluded under your rationale that there was a uh, um, as related to the propensity to uh, communicate disease, that genetically one race carried the the, the, uh, gene more than another race, and the court came along and made that distinction? A court came along and I mean, a legislative body made the distinction. And what do they do? Well, they decide that, for example, there are going to be automatic testing for one group of people. There are going to be automatic, by the way, which worries a lot of people out Not race now. Worries a lot of people out there. Like, you know, are we going it's, to, it's not some. see, when I talked to you before about the future, it's not very far off the horizon that if we don't get one disease under control, you may find legislative bodies taking whole classes of people based upon propensity of conduct. Well, to say, we're going to put you in a certain category. We're going to demand mandatory testing for you. Well,
3: I, so, uh, Joe slipped on his own slope.
2: He, a little bit. Mm. And I don't know if anybody could catch what was being talked about there, but he was talking about the dangers of <laughs> treating people differently right. based mm-hmm. on their actions when it involves the propensity of maybe possibly spreading disease. Right. It's yeah. almost like what we're going through right now where it's the war uh, on the unvaccinated. Now they need to be subject to mandatory testing yes, and being put over here into this caste system because it's not that crazy in 1987 to look just on the horizon at what possibly could come if government started doing this to people. And now this is the motherfucker that's putting out the federal mandate.
3: Yeah. And see, that's some of the scariest Shit to me is actually how they are pushing all this on the unvaccinated, especially when doctors and nurses are debating about whether or not unvaccinated individuals should receive the same level of care as those that are vaccinated.
0: I know that's that right there is, um, that's the scariest shit of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. As if you get sick. I'm convinced now that I could have a heart attack and I could go to the hospital and they find out that I'm unvaccinated and I die of a heart attack. And they say I died of COVID. I'm yeah. convinced of that. Yeah. Whether I have it or not.
3: Yeah. And then so as you're in here,
2: just,
0: your- just to make, just to make the case of COVID deaths. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe I, I truly believe um, that they're lying about vaccinations. I believe that, There are not as many people vaccinated as the numbers they're spitting out to us. I totally believe that because I know a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, that have not been vaccinated and will not get vaccinated. And I'm talking about people that run across every facet of life. I'm talking people with money, people that are college-educated, people that aren't college-educated, people... Every facet of life, I'm running into more and more people that are saying them, they haven't been vaccinated and they're not going to get vaccinated.
3: Two of them are in this room.
0: Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, way but to tell on us, Rona.
3: But it's, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man.
0: Now the Vax police are going to come get us. I mean,
2: we've been speaking so swimmingly of yes. this vaccine yeah. that uh, uh, I'm sure this now comes as a shocker. Do we have uh, any shocker sound effects? Uh, uh, I'm sure we did. somewhere.
3: Or or, 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 or I'm guessing we're talking about actual shock instead of the, you know, two in in the pink and one in the stink. Well,
2: it might end up (laughs) getting that way, depending on how (laughs) they want to start giving out these vaccines. But it was just interesting to listen to a very coherent and alert Joe Biden, who could enunciate, carry on a dialogue back and forth without the press, you know shooing everybody away before he had a chance. I mean, it's just clear when you see him like this, like obviously 87 was a long time ago, but he was still that cogent. Like in
3: 2010, well, except when he was clear, clear minded. That he was, was during using, the Reagan years, man. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, he's the dude's a lifelong Democrat, but during
3: the, during the time he was actually able to <laughs> form sentences, yeah, he well. was stealing other people's sentences. So don't give him too much praise for having a clear head. He was at least clever enough to do that. Well, there. But either way, that. that was
2: one hell of a fucking snag. September 18th, 1987. It's on C-SPAN. Like, I'll link the shit in the show notes. You can watch the entire four hour confirmation hearing. And that's just a little minute and 20 second little boop right in the middle. And he wasn't even running the meeting. He was just like, hey, 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 hey! wait a minute. This thing right here, what the fuck is that? I don't think we should be going down this road. So kudos to the fucking internet for yet another pluck out of
3: nowhere. So he was the Democrat version of Jim Jordan. I mean, they all (laughs)
2: used to be a little bit less what they are today. Uh, cause it's just been a constant downward fucking trend. It's a
0: politician, man.
2: Oh yeah. No, it's not uh, a super, uh,
0: uh, all politicians believed in 87, the complete opposite of what they believe today, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, don't matter. None of that matters. Well, it's all because sh- yeah. politics has changed that much between then and now that now if you were a Republican in 87 and people were talking their Republican ideas, you're like a Republican. Now you're like, well, that's fucked up. That's not right. It's supposed to be this way. Same way with the Democrats.
4: Yeah.
0: It's, they just, it, it it's politics. It's, oh,
3: yeah, it's that's a so, constant it's such flip-flop. Or yes. flip-flop.
0: Flip, 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 yeah. flip, flip, whatever, whatever the temperament of the nation is at this point, mm-hmm. how many more people can I get by saying I believe this instead of I don't believe this? Sure. And you pick your piles of shit. Mm-hmm. And you try to grab the most fucking people you can. Yeah, no doubt. The hypocrisy of politicians is not the story here, right? Like that's the obvious yeah. thing
2: that you should be expected. That's not like the, you know, the one argument to speak on what you were just talking about, Doug. The one argument I can't fucking stand anymore, and I kind of did it with the with the uh, missing van people. Um, I already forgot their names. That's how much I'm into it.
5: Was Petito? Saying, Petito? What, yeah, Gabby, Petito,
2: Petito whatever and i and i used it in that situation can you imagine what w- would have what the situation would have been had the roles been reversed because it's just flat out true but the argument that i'm fucking sick and tired of in politics is can you believe what they'd be saying if the other guy said this that's fucking hypocrisy and i can't believe it's like it's politics man hypocrisy is it's the it's the lube that keeps the machine going. It's ran on hypocrisy. If you if you stopped hypocrisy, there'd be no politics. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That
0: would be a great thing.
2: If I can't go back on the shit I've already been on the record on, then uh, what the fuck are we even doing here, guy? Yeah. Hmm? So that's not the part of the story that is interesting. Can you believe? It's just... It's it's just interesting that they were even thinking about this as a potential outcome or something to look out for. Like, hey, there's danger here. Right. And yeah. the difference is is on C-SPAN from 1987. You know how many people probably even heard him ever say that uh, for the last 30 years? Nobody. Because nobody watched C-SPAN back in 1987. Nobody watched c C-SPAN <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> and, nobody, and nobody for sure was watching a full four-hour confirmation hearing back then. Like you just got your little two minute of snippets, right. and you just moved on.
0: So I do like the C span guy, though. The, you know, the guy that the one that takes, takes random calls. Oh yeah. Oh my God.
2: So if <laughs> anything, I would say that that's probably a moment moment of honesty. If If nothing else, is when you hear somebody say something when they don't think that it's ever going to come back. Nowadays, everyone's aware of everything's always being recorded. But 1987, I don't think you're really that worried because. Everybody's memory only can remember what they've been told and no one's going right. to seek that shit out. So just I, interesting. So yeah. I, I thought it was a. I I wanted to highlight it just because it was such an amazing fucking snag by some internet nerd somewhere that I was like, wow.
3: I just want to also highlight the irony of the fact that our last president was Trump who we continuously, or they tried to continuously keep under wraps all the things that he said. And now we've got the quote unquote safer candidates, and they won't let even either one of them on the news without special attention either.
2: Oh no, they got to have a filter on. (laughs) They're
3: like an ugly bitch on
2: Snapchat. You got to get just the right filter so you don't even know what their face looks like. Be like, we got to mask them. Got to mask them with all of this other bullshit coverage out in front because if you even start to chip away at all, you just see it as like it's just bullshit. Yeah, it's all just bullshit. However even though, yes, we know that, uh, that politicians are hypocritical all the time, and that's the manner in which they conduct themselves. When celebrities do it, they're open season. They're open game. Especially if they're people that you used to respect, or you're like, damn, that motherfucker gets it. He's, he's saying it like it is. I fast forward to Chris Rock, who just came out today as being COVID positive and fully vaccinated. And he went to his Twitter account earlier today and said, uh, hey, guys, I just found out I have COVID. Trust me, you don't want this. Get vaccinated. Not pretty innocuous. Not that big a deal. But it just it's funny because it reminded me of, you know, growing up being a child of the 80s and 90s. Chris Rock was not a go along with the flow guy. He was like, a, yeah. fuck this shit guy. Yeah, he wanted the toss salad man. Oh, yeah. All that shit. Yeah. So here's just a little clip of what I remember of Chris Rock back in the day, talking about also something similar.
8: That's right. We got AIDS out there. You think they're going to cure AIDS?
4: No. They
8: can't even cure athletes' foot. They ain't cured AIDS. Shit. They ain't never cured AIDS. They ain't never cured AIDS that shit. They ain't cured that cause ain't no money in the cure. The money's in the medicine. That's how you get paid
4: on the drug. That's
8: how a drug dealer makes his money on the comeback. That's all the government is a bunch of motherfucking drug dealers on the comeback. They
4: ain't cure no (laughs) hey (laughs) <laughs>
8: shit. That's like Cadillac Making a car that lasts for 50 years And you know they can do it But they ain't gonna do nothing that fucking dumb Shit they got metal On the space shuttle that can go around The moon and withstand temperatures are Up to 20,000 degrees You mean to tell me you don't think they can make an Eldorado with a fucking bumper don't fall off <laughs> <laughs> will figure out a way for you to live with
4: it.
8: So they don't cure shit, they just patch it up. Get you to the next stop so they can get more of your money. That's right, they ain't gonna cure it. Hopefully, in our lifetime, that's right, you gonna see somebody go, yo man, you were at work yesterday, what's up? Hey, my age is acting up. You know when the weather get like this, my
4: age is pop up.
2: So I took some robot tussing, I'm fine. I'm
8: fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pour some
2: Tussin on it. Hey, Rock, just rub some Tussin on it, bro. Yeah, You'll knock that COVID clean the fuck out. Get that Tussin in there. Or Mectin. Any of that. All of it. Actually, that's the kitchen sink. It's Mectin and Tussin. Yeah, Tussin Mectin. (laughs) (laughs) But that was from one of his biggest comedy specials in the 90s. And it's funny because at that time, you weren't really, you were like AIDS. AIDS was
3: still pretty fucking scary. It was very scary, actually. Sure. But now, yeah, you can live with AIDS. Yeah, only because magic got it. It's like before that, there was no crusade. And all of a sudden, it's like, dude, he can slam dunk like a motherfucker. We got to cure him. Well, you know, everybody has a jumping off point, I guess. But at this point, you can
2: medicate AIDS, you can live with it. And yeah. you can, you can, like, there's commercials like, take this for prep. Basically, if you know you're about to be banging a dude with AIDS or get banged by a dude with AIDS, uh, be on this pill and it'll block that shit. It'll suppress it a little bit, and so you won't have your AIDS flare up. So he almost kind of told the future there.
0: Thought that was interesting. Well, you know what yeah. else is interesting? What's that? Is uh, the virus that you know AIDS is a virus, mm-hmm. and there's a vaccine for AIDS, which is what you're talking about, kinda. And that same vaccine was uh used for hepatitis and things like that. It was all designed to work for viral agents. And guess what company is working off of that magical formula? Novavax. Oh, they are working off of the same shit that came from hepatitis AIDS, all of that research that was done in the eighties. They came up with new vaccines for all of that shit. And they're made the old school way. They just took the old school way up a notch and that is exactly what Novavax, the vaccine that they are made for the coronavirus, is off of that formula. And all of this other M- mRNA shit—that's all brand new. Mm-hmm. People don't know what the fuck it'll do. Even the people that designed it. Yeah, I've seen shit where they said, eh, hey, you know, I it mean, could be the it greatest could be thing."
2: This. And yes. It, it, and a lot of people that believe in it are saying this is the next jumping off point to basically make humans non susceptible to any
0: disease right. or virus. Right. Which uh, and, should and scare the
2: fuck out of anybody. And yeah, they're claiming in that
0: trial period. And they're claiming that they're working on a vaccine for cancer that's mRNA. All of this mRNA shit that they're working on now, they're working, a, they're working it for everything across the board. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. It's scary that they're using a fucking a flu, basically, mm-hmm. a basically up, a, a flu, a, a, a jacked up flu that they made in a lab, A supercharged <laughs> fucking flu. Yeah, they're using that to test this in mass, almost like globally. They're well, yeah. doing it globally. Yeah, don't let this crisis go to waste. And let's let's exactly, test it out everything. exactly. And this is—it's just like when we talk about war. When you got a shiny new bomb, you want somebody to drop that motherfucker on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, this is the same shit. They got a shiny new fucking medicine that they think's going to save the world, and they got to test it. They yeah. got to test it on something. Yeah. What better way than to release a fucking virus yeah. onto the public, scare the shit out yeah. of them, and make them think that it's going to
3: kill them all? It's the same thing as that clip that I played the other week from uh, General Clark, where he says, when all you've got a hammer, you treat every problem like it's a nail. And that's what they're doing with the virus.
2: Yeah. Uh, Similarly speaking, it's just like uh, Chris Farley and Tommy Boy, you know. These scientists—they got themselves a, a fat fresh...
3: guy in a little coat.
2: Well, that's eventually we're going to get yeah. uh, <laughs> where the destruction comes in. Yeah, but I got before that, my shiny little pet. Yeah, just got my shiny, shiny little pet. I love just, you. I, <laughs> I love it. And I pet <laughs> it. And I, and I, <laughs> you're, <laughs> and I but you're naughty. You're, you're naughty, naughty little naughty. pet. And <laughs> yeah. then I, and then I wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's kind of what happened. They yeah, had, they had exactly. their nice shiny little pet in that lab. Yeah, they were petting it, they were sh- loving, loving on it, it and yes. stroking it. But it was a naughty little pet. Yeah, and then it fucking got out. <laughs> yeah. Now they are, have to destroy their pet, and they're pretty upset about that. So if they got to go down, let's just throw out this shit across the entire globe and see what the fuck happens. And so you, yeah, see so, what it does I, to people.
0: Let's see. But yeah,
2: not to go down well-worn roads that we have fully. Uh, gone down numerous times on this podcast. I will take us back a few episodes. I don't remember the episode. We had discussed it earlier, and it was sometime in the summer, two, three months ago, perhaps, where we were talking about where concerts were back, and that was great.
0: Live Nation in particular.
2: And immediately, bands that had already started their tours started coming up with these immediate... Yeah, you know, effective immediately, now to come see our show, after you've bought your ticket, you'll have to show proof of either vaccination or a negative COVID test within 48 hours of the venue, blah, blah, blah. And we covered that on this podcast. I don't remember when because,
3: well, I'm fucking stupid. Well, these tend to sometimes run a little bit together a for wee, us, I'm sure. A wee bit. It's probably back in July.
2: But, uh, Doug, I remember
0: you had... Uh, vehemently come out and said, "Well, it, all the bands, yeah, yeah, all the bands that were for this, uh, were disap. I was disappointed in them. Yeah, sure. I was disappointed in any artist that would allow a Live Nation or a or a management or a venue or anybody, um, to require their crowd to have a vaccine to see them. Yeah, and." I, and I was shocked and i still am, I'm still shocked to this day, that uh not more that all of all of the artists could have banded together and ended this shit. But they didn't do that. They splintered off and, and obviously, I mean, there's some artists. I mean that, con- concerts are happening. There yeah. but, but obviously there are some artists that are not doing this. Now, one thing that I wasn't thinking at the time was comedians. Yeah. I didn't think about comedians at the time, but it's the same thing. It's mu- music, comedians, venues, all the same shit. They they yeah. they play
2: in the same amphitheaters, right. it's the, the same, same theaters, yes it's the same yeah, arena.
3: John Mullaney's going to be here next he was, week. He was it, here last night. Oh yeah, it, well, he's still here. Oh, and okay. and yeah. he's requiring that yeah. you have that, uh, you know, uh, classification that yeah. you are checked.
2: beforehand. Yep. Tim Dillon's getting raked on Twitter for performing in New York and abiding by their vaccine mandates, even though he spent the last year and a half shitting all over covid uh, and, and all the measures. He even moved from New York out to L.A., then said, fuck L.A., and then moved from L.A. to Texas to just not deal with any of it. But now he's performing shows where they're requiring all this bullshit and he's getting destroyed on Twitter. Uh, he's a comedian, so he can handle it and he'll, you know, whatever. He'll do fine. But in the beginning, when there were just announcements coming out saying, this is now the way, if you want to come see us, love it or leave it. And it was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. But it's now been a little bit of time. We now have a little bit more data on the vaccine effectiveness and the numbers are doing what the numbers do. We're now starting to see a little just a little shining light cracking through this fucked up world. And I want to use the rest of the episode to highlight this. Uh, we might throw something funny in at the end, but our, our boy going, staying in the realm of comedy, you know, R.I.P. norm, but one of his homeboys, one of my personal favorites, Jim Brewer did something amazing. And if anybody's, you know, been paying attention to Jim Brewer this year, he's been on Rogan, He's been on Theo Vaughn's podcast. He's been on Anthony Cumia's podcast. Fucking going harder than anybody that I've heard anyway. Harder than Joe um, about the fucked upness of all this. So he got word from some of his fans up in New York. Hey, man, you got a couple shows up here and they're starting to get a little fucking tyrannical. And he hopped right on his Facebook live Friday, September 10th and had this to say
5: quick updates on shows that you may think you may be getting tickets to or you already have tickets to. Um, The Wellmont Theater, New Jersey. (sighs) Not doing it. (laughs) Um, Also, the... um, That's going to be December 3rd. Also, the Royal Oak Theater in Michigan. Uh, Due to the segregation of them forcing people to show up with vaccination, to prove you're vaccinated, to prove that you've had a shot, I am absolutely not doing those shows. Uh, I know I'm going to sacrifice a lot of money, but I'm not going to be enslaved by the system or by money and nor should anyone that wants to laugh or be entertained.
0: Fucking bravo. Mm-hmm. There you go. Fucking yes. bravo, brother. That's the first step. I would be right there with you, dude. If, if, yeah. if my band, if we were famous in any capacity, mm-hmm, I would be right there with you, dude, yeah. right beside you.
2: Oh, yeah, and Same thing with this podcast. If we had a big enough listenership where we could go do a live podcast taping somewhere around here, I would make sure, I would say, fuck it, I'll do it in somebody's yard before I do it at a
3: venue right. that's going to force this yeah. shit. And happily, you know, I'm still crossing my fingers that, you know, ironically, we're playing Jim Brewer, the man that does amazing James Hetfield impressions. I mean... Metallica still hanging tough. You know, I don't see any requirements except for one show, but that one shows in California. It's like, you're not going to pass up, you know?
2: Yeah. I don't think anybody's able to play anything in California without having to go through that shit, but I've clipped out. So Brewer went on for like 25, 30 minutes on Facebook. And then when he finished that, he jumped over to Instagram and went on for another 20 minutes. I didn't clip any of the Instagram, but I clipped about five or six different sections of his Facebook live and he's done a handful since then, and he's been on Fox News because of this video. And so we're just going to go through it, and I'll let the man speak for himself. And when it stops, we'll uh, we'll add our two cents. Uh,
5: no matter what your feelings are, in it, you know, I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care. You know, that's great. It's a choice. And mm-hmm. if you have anything else to say, I honestly don't care. So don't leave comments going, oh... This is a good thing. I highly disagree with you. And I will always disagree with you. So due to I have to stick to my morals, I have to stick to what I know is right as a human to another human, when you have to be forced, bribed, dictated, which is basically what's going on.
2: Yeah. He just says, look, this is not right. Mm-hmm. And if you got it on under your own volition and under your own choice, that's great. That's wonderful. I'm not, just like we've said. Yeah. Yeah. I and just care. like I will always say, I will never, ever tell anyone not to get the shot. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I will never tell anybody that they must or should take ivermectin. I'm not here to tell you dick. That's never been my role. That's never been my goal. As far as anything that I personally say on this show, uh, I don't think I'm speaking out of a line. None of us. Here on the podcast, we don't give a flying fuck if you get the shot. We don't care. And we're not telling anybody not to get the shot. But I'm always going to be skeptical when there is coercion, Mm -hmm. bribing, and dictates, mandates, forcing people who don't have that option. I will always be against that. And I don't give a fuck what they're mandating or dictating or bribing you for. That's not how you get things done. That's not, right. how, that's not how you show me that you have anything that's worth taking. Sure. Um, like I said last week, sell me on it. That's all. So anyway, we'll keep on going.
5: You know, you know what the Paramount just did? And I'm telling you, it's a live nation. Live nation and AIG are holding hostage... all performers and there's a lot of big bands out there there's a lot of big comedians out there and they're holding hostage and enforcing and basically telling these venues that they need to do it and some of them it's the governors some of them it's personal choice and either way hey they gotta do what they gotta do what they feel they have to do but I'm telling you The Royal Oak Theater, I love that theater. Not doing it. Wilmont, New Jersey, not doing it. Morristown, my home. The fact that now you segregate people, you segregate. You can call it whatever you want to call it. You're segregating. And that's where we're at. I will tell you right now, everyone watching, everyone listening. You've been the greatest people in my life, you upli- you're uplifting, you see me in the streets, you say hello, I say hello to you. We all have real lives. Cancer, death, sickness, elderly, uh, trying to be a parent, trying to be a person, trying to be a friend. We all have this. The last thing we need is segregation. And if you-,
3: you know, one of the points I made last week was about how it's funny how close we are to an official from another country that's saying, we're going to limit your ability to have access to your funds. Mm -hmm. And this is what they're doing to artists. They are inhibiting their ability to actually make money. And that's akin. It's right next door to that same issue.
0: This is Supreme Court shit yeah dude. this is this is going to go all the way to the Supreme Court, yeah it's uh, and and I hope Brewer leads the way, I do, man, mm-hmm. because he's not only the his story, which we'll hear the rest of it in a minute, but the way that he's coming across with it is as plain as any person can explain it to another person a hundred percent and it's dead on what we were talking about on the podcast that's what that's what blows my mind is that there it it really doesn't blow my mind because at the time i was saying the things i was saying on the podcast i was saying there has to be artists out there that feel the way that i feel well and you know
2: remember just a few minutes ago earlier in this episode and i don't I don't imagine that Nicki Minaj and Jim Brewer run in right, the same circles, right, right. <laughs> but that makes it an even better thing. She, remember the part that I left in was, she was like, you have no idea how many other celebrities and stars yes. feel the same way I do. Exactly. They just don't have the balls to say it. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And, now, and that's the key right there is having the balls to say it. Correct. And
2: take the hit. Correct. He's taking the hit. Yeah. Cause he flat out said, look, I'm straight up losing a yes. lot of money doing this of and I don't give a
0: fuck. Yes.
2: Yeah. So Nikki, Nikki did a third of this. She just asked a question. Will she cave? Will she not? I don't know. But Brewer surely the fuck is not, and he 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 continues.
0: Yes.
5: We're gonna lift each other up. Life is good. God is good. Spirit is good. But these people living in fear, and I hear the comments by some big-name celebrities. And always remember this. You may be a big celebrity. You may be a huge name in the entertainment world. You may be one of the biggest uh, sports stars in the world. But you know what? That doesn't mean you're moral. Doesn't mean you're smart. Doesn't mean you're a good person. All that means is that you are a slave to this You're a slave to vanity. You're a slave to the dictatorship to keep you on top of that mountain. And that is evil. It is dark. It's creepy. It's soulless. Soulless.
3: I love the man.
2: So yeah, he goes straight after it. And, and you couldn't see what he was doing because he's on video. And he didn't have this pre-plan. He's just riffing. But he said, you're all addicted to money. Yeah, money. You're all addicted yeah. to mm. the money they're paying you to spout what they fucking want. And he, he continues on this celebrity train here.
5: I'm shocked at some of the people that come out. You know, let me tell you something about celebrities. Let me tell you something about some big, big sports stars. If you honestly knew what some of your favorite (laughs) big superstars really did behind closed doors, if you knew what your favorite late-night talk show host did behind closed doors, if you really knew what your favorite radio star. TV star, newscaster, truly did. Behind closed doors, none of us are perfect. We all do weird things. We're all freaky and <laughs> weird and crazy. But if you knew, you wouldn't follow half the people. You wouldn't listen. And i tell you what. I put doctors on that list. I put CEOs on that list. I put the everyday person on that list. The fact you gotta stop putting this much trust in local doctors, too. I said some of the doctors are out of their minds. Out of their minds. Joe Rogan goes out and he says how he cured COVID, and people lose their mind. You know why they lose their mind? Because they're getting paid for the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> If you cared about humanity, you would have listened to what Joe Rogan said and went, huh, we should look into that. We should look into how Joe Rogan cured COVID. But rather, people are wrapped up, watching the news, listening to their stars. Because that's the way you've been programmed your whole life.
0: Anybody remember Bill Cosby? Mm, pull up your pants. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Follow
2: that guy. Yeah, America's Dad. Yeah. Now, sure, he's it's Brewer. He's the crazy guy. He's the comedian. He's got jokes, so he's gonna be a little funny. You know, the agenda. And he makes a little devil horns and all that, but he's not. He's not saying anything that's incorrect.
0: No, right, right. And it's uh, I love when he you know. Breaks it down. Just because you're famous, just because you got money, mm-hmm. doesn't make you a good person. No, you know, and everybody's smart, and everybody's doesn't looking make, at their know?
2: stars for what are they saying, and if it's and if a star like Nicki Minaj says anything that's outside of what she's supposed to say, they pounce on her. Yeah, you're not allowed to say that. Don't you understand? We got freedom of speech, just as long as you speak the way I want you to. Right. Yeah. And and as long as you say what we want you to say or what we're comfortable with you
3: saying, we'll continue to give you all this money and yeah. and keep you in the fold. And he makes the correct point that half the people that you respect are probably Subway's Jared. Yeah. Behind well, closed doors.
2: I mean, how many more times do we gotta hear about like people that are put on a pedestal yeah. for decades? Yeah. yeah. That you you finally they slip. And they fuck up, right. or they piss somebody off, and somebody finally rats on them—a tell-all—and then it's like, wait a minute.
0: Yeah. But Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. Joe Paterno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the the list is fucking Michael Jackson. The list it goes on and on. It's it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's 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 it. That should not be news by now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That most celebrities are shit saying about money. You know, I don't know if he said it yet or not, but it's the root of all evil is what he says. And that is, if you are a slave to it, like he's talking about, if everything you do, you do for money, you'll do anything. Yeah, you'll lose your soul. You Exactly. You'll lose every moral, anything that makes you a person, a normal fucking person, mm-hmm. you will lose all of that. If you do everything you do for money. And that's what is just shocking me Mm -hmm. about how many people there are that are celebrities and stars and shit like that that are only doing it for the fucking money. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. It makes me sad. Especially the
2: ones that disagree with it that aren't saying anything. That aren't
0: saying a word just to go along for the money. Yeah, And we're not talking about people that, work their balls off and shit like that and don't have we're talking about people that have money they already have money yeah and if they don't have money they're fucking idiots for blowing all the money that they made anyway which you know uh, that's that's another whole fucking story there
2: but like i can understand a celebrity coming out and towing the line because that might actually be what they agree with and Exactly. Think. If they if they think that way, yes. Because it's perfectly fine to just disagree with me and think something that I disagree with. Right. And think that you are in fact doing the right thing and that you're correct, even though I just disagree with you. Just like Brewer said, hey, if you think the shot is the way to do all hey, that's fine. Yes. But I'll just I'll never agree with you. That's just how it is.
0: Right. And then we just move the fuck on. But to punish some a section for not agreeing and going along with it's oh yeah it's just it's crazy it's insane
2: and my point is is i i understand the people that will speak in favor of the narrative right because they agree with that they believe it where i have the problem is where there's people that disagree with it
3: that don't say anything exactly yeah well, I'm going I'm to make the comparison that uh, shan't never be mentioned, which is, how do you think the Germans felt right after they realized the Holocaust and all the other shit that they allowed to happen under their watch? It's very much the same thing. How much damage are we committing to other individuals until we finally realize we were all the... During all of that, we were just living under the reality that the government was presenting to you instead of the actual reality that we live in. No, humans are, have always
2: been, since the beginning of societies, capable of doing horrible things to other humans. Of course. Under the auspice of we're doing the right thing. You can justify a whole lot of bad by, oh, just, yeah. by yeah. just believing you're doing a whole lot of good. Yeah. And so, anyway, back to Brewer. Because
5: I'm to... The best I can. And the best I can do right now is be dead honest. I had COVID. My wife, stage four cancer, had COVID. My daughter had COVID. Nobody talks about how to cure it. You know me. doctors are not giving prescriptions right away? What kind of doctor says, take vitamins? I know personally someone right now. My hand of God, fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Sick as a dog from COVID. What does their doctor say? Uh, take vitamin D, C. Uh, and these are people that have been practicing for a long time. I had an infectious disease doctor. Take vitamin C, D. Why don't you prescribe me something and see if it works? Why'd you do that? Or is that not the protocol? Is that not what the the big farm tells you? Or are you afraid and fear that someone will say, I wouldn't do that if I was you? This time, and any doctor, you're not a doctor. Every doctor should be named that that turns away a patient Because they choose not to get something jabbed into their system. You're not a doctor. You're soulless. In my opinion, you're walking away from humanity. You are feeding the segregation. You are creating the problem. You are creating the problem. I know someone I talked to yesterday. Their child is sick. The doctor won't see them. Because they didn't get a jab. Guess what? That's not a doctor. That's a tyrant. That's a tyrant. Now you got to wait months. Welcome to social medicine.
2: Just like that. As soon as the doctors say, we're not going to see you because you don't have this shot that came out of some pharmaceutical company. That ain't, that ain't practicing medicine. Not at all. What do you make of your Hippocratic oath now? Yeah. I mean, do you still take care of gunshot victims of somebody who shot a lot of people? Yeah.
3: Only if they're vaccinated.
2: Well, apparently that's (laughs) the key. That's the key to getting into hospitals now is you got to let them shoot you with something just so that they can save your life potentially, even if you're the worst piece of shit on the
3: planet. I think that's why they pulled the stuff on the van people was maybe one of them, you know. Oh. You know, you know I what? I think maybe she got
2: the vaccine <laughs> and her balls were getting swollen and it was making her all ornery.
0: And getting all punchy. Tripped on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Over her huge balls. <laughs> hey, Ele- man. Elephantitis of the nuts. Hey, man,
2: there's nothing worse than having big saggy balls. It's, <laughs> it's, it makes for a very uncomfortable life. Uh, yes. You know, sit on a bag of ice and
5: cool down. No, we don't trust everyone that just puts on a lab coat and says, doctor. There's some great doctors out there and there's some real bad ones. A lot of them are just licensed drug dealers. Whether you want to face that or not. The saying about I, 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 I don't want to continue on that path, I just want everyone, stand by your side, you know what's right unfortunately, I'm not doing the, uh, Wilmont Theater in New Jersey, not gonna do that wake up this has nothing to do with safety, zero Joe Rogan told you how to get, how he got better and, and the powers that be went after him, that proves to you it's not about your
3: health. It's about how much they're making. And Rogan, by the way, got better after three days. Yeah, he was working out again after like five or six
2: days. Back to normal. Um, And you hear, and we've said it a shitload of times on this podcast, not to beat a dead fucking horse paste, but... For some people, it's nothing. For other people, it takes them off this earth, and we still don't know what that variable is, uh, you know, other than the comorbidities, poor health, being old, that kind of stuff. But it takes normal, healthy people out. Um, it takes joggers and athletes and cyclists off this earth. But You smokers. But there seems to be a a growing trend, or at least something that people are noticing. Hey, you know, I know quite a few heavy smokers, booze hounds, and whatnot that uh, have not been taking care of themselves throughout this pandemic that have gotten COVID and it was next to nothing. Yeah. And a couple of sneezes. I would think that they were, they had self imposed comorbidities. <laughs> and like I said, this is still pretty new you know as far as like a global thing with trying to really fully understand especially with all of the manipulation of data and messaging and all this other stuff like there it there's potential out there that smokers aren't really getting the worst in which is counterintuitive yeah. i would, would
3: love i would love to hear a self righteous one of those people that's just sitting there going you think you're doing the right thing by jogging and drinking your you know, shakes and all this other shit. Well, I'm putting my body through another, you know, freaking boot camp. Yeah. I'm throwing everything at it that can possibly kill it and tempering it for the shit.
0: That's, that's exactly what's happened. Mm -hmm. You know, the smoking thing was, you know, that article uh, was actually came out in the beginning of this year, but they had noticed that the, the, population of hospitals was being uh, under, they were were underpopulated by smokers, Hmm. and they started doing a little bit of studying on it. I haven't, uh, now, the data's not out yet, so hold on, kids, Hmm. but uh, they were saying that they didn't know if it was the nicotine or if it was... (laughs) I forgot the way they phrased it, but it's basically the, or the lung tar. damage that you do. Yeah, the tar that <laughs> yeah, blocks yeah, it from yeah. going into the... the yeah, the damage, the damage that you've done to your lungs that keeps the shit from sticking to you.
2: Yeah, so there's the article that we're talking about is from the American Council on Science and Health. Uh, and this one, the title is, Does Smoking Prevent COVID-19? We don't know, but some journalists don't want to find out. Yes. Thank you, journalist. And uh, it came out June 8th of this year. So, again, relatively new as far as understanding what the fuck is going on. And it just opens. I'll just, the first paragraph says, Starting in March of 2020, studies began to show that smokers were underrepresented among COVID-19 patients, suggesting that something in tobacco may offer protection against SARS-CoV-2. The evidence remains inconclusive, much like a lot of other evidence. Mm Mm-hmm but it seems that some public health experts and journalists don't want to get to the bottom of this mystery. Well, yeah. Hoorah. <laughs> there there's there's possible informa- because obviously with the the idea that there is like this huge bum rush on fucking horse paste at your local tractor supply,
0: uh they they don't want people picking up smoking. Well, I think when you're trying to turn the mass public into Unhealthy people, you don't want people to know that. Mm-mm. Yeah. That you're making them unhealthy. You don't want to, You don't want anybody to know
3: that. You don't I, want anybody to spill the beans on your concoction. I just love that they're just like, hey, don't trust any untested hypotheses. What, you mean like the stuff you've been feeding us for the last year and a half? Oh, our bad. <laughs> well, the big thing is they just don't... Anything that's
2: promising... And takes away the fear and dials down the panic that is constantly stoked up about COVID. That will not see the light of day if they have their way.
0: Yeah, as long if it involves anything other than the vaccine, they don't want to hear about it. Correct, and not only that, there's video. I wish I had it. Uh, I I don't have it for
2: this episode, but there's video of hospital personnel, like big. You know, big hospital, um, having a meeting, and they they're drumming up. You know, hey, we gotta we gotta really ramp up the fear of these hospital numbers. You know, because the, they were even talking about how they can recategorize COVID hospitalizations, Jesus where Christ. if somebody gets sick from COVID, goes to a hospital, recovers from COVID, but is still in the hospital recovering, because like we played last week. Hospitals or hotels for the sick. They're going to keep you there, make sure that you're good, mm-hmm. and then let you go. But while you're in the hospital, repeatedly testing negative for COVID, because you walk through those doors due to COVID, you're a, they want to still count that as an ongoing COVID case, even though you're free from COVID. And these motherfuckers were saying, you know, we need to make this more scary because right now... It seems like we're we're not we're not getting through to them. And they referenced big crowds showing up for this event or that event they're seeing on TV and they're like and and the remark by one of these assholes was like, well, we'll have to take that up to marketing on how to handle the messaging
3: on this. Well, it's the point that was made previously, which was, I mean, we keep on saying that there's no money in the cure. Well, there's no money in peace. There's money in the aggregated fear that is built up over time. Yeah. They want to actively keep any possible good news Mm -hmm. from getting out there, which blows my mind. And what also sickens me, I've heard stories. I don't know how true this is that there are nurses openly mocking dying people that they didn't get the vaccine as they're dying.
2: Yeah. It's, it's getting to the point where you're reading that you're reaching that true cult level of, adherence to one message or another mm-hmm. where like i like I said I think on last week's episode where a buddy of mine went to go get the vaccine and he was mocked for getting it so late I oh, totally yeah. buy into the idea that there's medical uh, you know personnel that are letting somebody you know I don't need to go check up on them i'll I'll check on the vaccinated first because at least they did the right thing. And them getting COVID is no fault of theirs,
3: because they they at least bought into what you know we've been telling them. Certain nurses saying, "Yeah, no, they certainly died of COVID." Just don't check their talk screen.
2: Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> fucked up, man. Like, and I don't know how widespread that is. Like, obviously, that's a pretty easy fear mongering, sure, <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad, I'm buying into the <laughs> but propaganda. There are there are stories and. and these are this is fact where there are medical professionals walking where they're forcing uh where they're mandating vaccines and they're saying no fuck this I'm out. And then immediately now they have a uh, a nurse shortage. Yeah, of course they do. A self-inflicted nurse shortage which immediately makes that hospital at capacity. Yep. Or at least closer to capacity. And Even-
3: we already had that going on previously. I have a family member that walked away from the nursing profession because of how much she feared this entire thing, so we already had a shortage that they allowed to use as a you know, a vehicle for their fear was to say, "Oh, all our hospitals are packed. Well, all your hospitals are packed because most of the people doing your work walk the fuck out." Yeah, so all
2: right, well, fucking kudos to Jim Brewer. And, uh, you know, I don't want to end on a downer
3: note. No, can't do that.
2: And because I don't fully fact check everything I say on this podcast, some things that I find that are just too entertaining not to share, uh, I come across and well, not everybody's living their life in fear. Some people are still having house parties, get togethers. Some people are even hooking up with strangers and i came across this doozy on twitter i don't even know how i I don't know how my algorithms are set up and why certain things come across my feed i must be (laughs) following some pretty fucked up people so fucking hats off to you out there (laughs) timeline but uh yesterday there's a twitter account and like i said this could be fake as fuck but i don't give a shit it's hilarious there's a twitter account by the uh (laughs) moddy at fck m-o-d-d-y And uh, this person writes, my friend just went to a party with a girl he's been talking to for a while and apparently she just took two dudes upstairs to run a train on her and he's losing it. (laughs) So, (laughs) If you're wondering, Jim, what in the fuck does this have to do with anything y'all just said? Nothing. (laughs) Not a goddamn thing, but it's fucking hilarious. So this person was in a message, uh, was in a chat with this person who's at a party thinking that he was going home with a girl. And he took screenshots of their messages, and much in the light of Hunter Biden's text, we're going to do a little reading here between Arona and I.
3: I love how I always end up being the simp bitch that you know, in the text that we read. This is all by plan, sir. <laughs> yeah. I, so I you're, of,
2: you're playing yeah. the guy at the party mm-hmm. who just witnessed his woman taking two dudes
3: upstairs and I'm your homie back at the house just being like, oh, shit, what's up, man? It's painful that I could actually see this dynamic actually happening to us. Well, let's roll it out. Bro, all you're doing is fucking laughing.
2: I It was sad at first, but nigga, you're making it ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm sorry your date left you behind, dog, but what are you asking me right now? I need you to come up here. They can't just do this. You know I'm in quarantine. I I can't go anywhere. What the hell
3: do you need me to come up there for? A ride? You for real? Two niggas just came and talked up the girl I came to the party with. And she took them both upstairs. I'm more than positive they're piping her shit. (laughs) I need you to come up here so we can handle them both. And her. Fuck you mean and her. I just went to the room. They all went it. They beaten her shit down, bro. And she she probably not even thinking about me. Why would you go up there, dog? I've never seen this side of you.
2: You want to hold her hand while they're busting her shit in? (laughs) Bro, just leave the party or go talk to someone else. Come up here before I air this party out. You don't own a gun. Bro, What did you mean when you said we got to handle her, too? I'm crying. (laughs) Women shouldn't be allowed to do that. It's a done deal, bro. Just leave the party. I can't. Why? I'm her ride. Oh, nigga. <laughs> she used you for a ride. Leave the damn party. <laughs> that, can't <laughs> uh, uh,
3: uh, uh, that can't be real. I don't know.
2: That seen, can't be real. <laughs>
3: There's <that was> no <laughs> so, way. That sounds like a conversation I've heard before. I've heard that
2: conversation exactly. I've heard this conversation almost to a T before. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, so but no, I was just coming across that and uh, there was a quote tweet that said, I saw this before I went to bed last night and I can't stop <laughs> thinking about this tweet. What happened to these people? <laughs> and, and if you go through, if you go through the response, the responses are what makes it. And this was one that popped up that I was just like, oh yeah, that's why this sounds familiar.
3: Actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good old Chappelle show. Oh, bang bang here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> ah, fuck. Jesus Christ, Chappelle
3: this show. is gonna be the episode of our show that every clip sounds like it's being run through an airport.
2: Oh yeah, no, the quality control on audio on this uh on the clips brought to you were not great they were either facebook lives or 1987 (laughs) c-span fucking rips or somebody recording their tv to Chappelle's show it's i i apologize for the busted ass audio but uh anyway well that was a fun way to end a show wasn't it guys oh yeah
0: (laughs) and well in the tradition of uh, releasing a song at the end of our podcast before the song is actually available and the song will be available this Friday and it is the new tune from Stumble Witch this one is called Excuse Decision <laughs>